Welcome to the Greg and Dan Show After Party. I'm your host, Corey Ward. Greg Batten, Dan DiOrio. What's up, man? Sup. 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 See, I, I was combining hello with what's up. Hup, man. Yeah. Hup, That's man. actually cool. Hup, I think that would be a new thing. Hup. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Because sup was a thing, like what's yeah. up, and then it became sup. Mm-hmm. Hup, hup is even, that is nice. I like hup. Cool. Was it a beer commercial? Was it, what's up? Was it, what was that? Uh, what was that? Yeah, was a beer commercial. Was it? Commercial. Frogs, was it? Yeah. No, it was a beer commercial. No. Yeah, but there were frogs that were doing no, it. No, no, no. Those guys. Those guys talking up? to each other on the phone. What's up? What's up? Oh, that was obnoxious, man. We were all doing that for a while. <laughs> what was the frog one then? You know what? I think the frog one came along years later as a nod to the early uh, one. Okay. I think I think that's true. Yeah, the Budweiser What's frogs. Up? I like the Budweiser. I frogs. I like the frogs too. Yeah, well, I don't you like know them. Outside of the, the 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 goofy emu that's in a commercial right now, we're lacking. Um, and we got the Geico lizard, but we're lacking in good, funny animal commercials. <laughs> Who's the emu for? That's some insurance company. Some insurance, because they keep trying to sell the yeah, emu. Yeah, I don't like, like that emu no. thing. That's dumb. Yeah. That's super dumb. I don't like emus. Yeah, it's like, okay, we need it a was funny Budweiser. animal. It was Budweiser, go. by the way. I just looked it up. Okay. But they're like, okay, we need a funny animal to compete in the insurance market. Hey, yeah. how about an emu? Who's that guy? What's up? That's what the frogs did. They said One said Bud. The other one said wiser. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's what it is. That's right. That was great. Yep. Oh, my God. That was fun. That was fun, bud. Wiser. Uh, today is International Girls Day. Okay. How do you feel about that? Well, I like girls. Mm-hmm. I have two girls. I have a two daughters. I, I guess the, I'm married question, to a girl. Now that I'm realizing it is more towards you, Greg, because Dan doesn't have any daughters. Right. What's harder to raise, a daughter or a son? Daughters. <laughs> Says the guy yeah. who's <laughs> never had to deal with that. Um, I don't know. Um, both of my daughters have been really easy to deal with. Cool. Yeah. Uh, very little drama. A, a little bit sometimes, you know, here and there. But for the most part. But I worry about my daughters more than I worry about my sons. Because uh, that's my because upbringing. Because I love them more. Because, well, no, because it's my upbringing. And maybe no, it's, maybe it's uh, chauvinist or misogynist or something you're a dad. Who cares? but but i feel like a guy is a protector yeah and and i need to protect my girls from the world i feel that way about my wife too and they don't always take that well they, you know <laughs> like we don't need you <laughs> what's the age where uh the rebel starts to happen where they fight back uh, against parents? well my uh, daughter ginger had it with against her mother at about 15 mm. No, it wasn't terrible, no. but it was yeah. always. She even admitted it. She goes, she, "You always bugged me," <laughs> you know. And and but it was not. We didn't have like not. Yeah, out no, no. But you know, everyone. But seems fifteen, to go sixteen, that. something, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Same with you, Dan. Ginger was uh, very good. 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there. We tell yeah. this story about Ginger when she was little. She's always dramatic. She did something that disappointed us. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, and so we saw her. She was in her room, laying on the floor, just in her underwear when she was supposed to have pajamas on to go yeah. to bed. And she said these following words amid sobs. I don't deserve pajamas. Because <laughs> she, so, she was so disappointed of whatever she had done. I don't know. Didn't put a dish away or some kind of thing. <laughs> that that kid, oh, my God. Crack them. 
Uh, uh, today is the Guinness World Record Day. Man, I was addicted to that when that came out. That book, man, oh, yeah? oh man, I loved that. When book. that first came out, was it like a big popular? Hit? Oh yes, yeah. yep. huge hit. Mm-hmm. You know that that whole story of the Guinness brothers. There was two brothers. I think, I think they're twins. Hmm. One of them was assassinated. Really, twenty years ago, standing on his front stoop, somebody came up on a bicycle and killed him. Um, Why? I, I can't remember. Wow. There's a lot of real weirdness about all of that. Yeah, they need not to make only a the, movie based not on only the mur- I think there might be. Oh. Not only the murder, but how they got started. I can't remember uh-huh. it all now. But they, can't, they, they, they didn't just set out to do a book. Yeah. They were doing something else. Uh, and then it turned into something else. And, and then they went on to make beer. They are really? related. They are related to that. Oh, family. are they? Yeah, they're related to Wait, that family. Wait, really? Yes. Yes, they are related. I don't know if I believe you on this. No, I'm going to look it up while we're talking. Keep going. <laughs> I just um, thought I'd throw it out there. You know what I really hate? I, I really hate it because I've seen this my whole life, and I, I think it still happens. I hate it when, like, radio DJs try to break the record of being on air 24-7, you know? I never liked that either. Yeah, I always it, thought that was dumb. Yeah, it was really dumb. Super dumb. Super dumb. Uh a lot of radio stunts are super dumb. Yes, they are. Yeah. Everyone I've ever been involved with. Yeah. Later, I went. That was stupid. Why did somebody let me do that? Um, the man who started the Guinness Book of World Records was it was the brainchild Danny of a guy by the name of Sir Hugh Beaver. Okay. It was co-founded by twin brothers Norris and Ross McWhorter, Fleet Street, 1954. His last name was Beaver? Hugh Beaver. The story, the history of it, goes like this. On November 10th of 51, Sir Hugh Beaver, then the managing director of the Guinness Breweries, went on a shooting party in North Slob. Of course, we know where that is. It's in River Slanny in County Wexford, Ireland. Mm-hmm. So what you have here is a guy named Sir Hugh Beaver out at North Slob. You with me? Yep. After missing I'm all a, in on that. After missing a shot at a golden plover, he got involved in an argument over which was the fastest game bird in Europe, the golden plover or the red grouse. That evening, he realized it was impossible to confirm in reference books whether or not that bird was the fastest, so he knew there must be other questions like that were, that were debated over uh, Guinnesses in pubs. And his idea became a reality when a Guinness employee recommended university friends Norris and Ross McWhorter to start looking into all that stuff. Wow. That's how it started. I knew there was some weird story like that. That's really cool. So the Isn't Guinness Book of World Records came from people debating records at a pub. over Guinness. At a pub. Yeah, at, yeah okay. exactly. Now, that's, now that all that... Isn't that make sense? That's a good story. Ross McWhorter was assassinated by the <laughs> Irish Republican Army in 1975. When, remember when Ireland was in turmoil yes. all the time? 
Wow. Did you get this from Wikipedia, by the way? Yes, I did. Do you know that there was a time, I think it was like middle school and high school for you me. You couldn't look it up. We, no, we had Wikipedia, but ever the teachers were like, no, people can edit it and give you wrong information. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I absolutely. Now it's uh, like the Bible. Yes, it is. Right. It's Because great. it turned out to be actually good. Yeah, there's citations <laughs> for it. It's right, great. Right. Uh, yeah, that yeah. really annoyed us younger kids. Yeah, I re- my, my kids also went through that. Katie and David went through that. Oh same thing. Yeah. Uh, quickly to jump back for a second on. Wait a minute. You mean a social media platform could be wrong about information? What's <laughs> what the what's heck? Surprising what's about that. Uh, we were talking about radio for a second, and I just want to jump this in for a second. Nope. There was a. I sent you a video of it, Greg. Uh, there was a. Uh, what's that show? Doctor Oz, where they talked to some big radio people from around the country. And they were talking about mental health issues, that it's not only an issue, you know, nationally going on, but also that it's an issue going on in the radio industry. Do you, th- do you think that's a, an accurate <laughs> statement? Did they tell me, tell me they didn't do a study or anything. No. Right? no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a little bit going on in the radio <laughs> business. Yeah. I think that happens with a lot of creative outlets, that if creative people tend to have more. Uh, prone ability to i agree with that i also think that in this particular business the radio business that one of the reasons we get into this business is to get some kind of affirmation that we're okay yeah that we're good that uh, and, and it also lends itself to danny and i's theory that younger members of the family dan and i are the babies of our family we're we're looking for attention we i as i know i was i wanted my brothers and and my sister to see me yeah and and so to so you start down a path of that. So you chose an it, industry where they couldn't see you. Yeah, could only hear you. But 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 you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, to get yeah, attention yeah. is yeah. part of the creative uh, of the broadcast business. Mm-hmm. That it, we don't. I don't come to work every day thinking, "Wow, I hope I get attention today." Yeah. No. But but I think the mechanism by which we do all this leads to that. It's nice when some Danny was just telling us a story this morning off the air about a guy who said he really likes the show. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. I mean, yeah. when when somebody says, "I really like what you do," yeah, makes you feel good. The danger is that you put all your self worth in that, mm-hmm. because you and I, Dan, and everybody I know doing this, we're way more complicated than the persons on the radio. Yeah, we do a lot more things. We are a lot mm-hmm. more in the world. But Wait, I will we say, have a life outside of those three hours that we're working together on air. You guys don't, just don't shut down and plug into the wall. I don't know. I I kind of uh, I kind of follow though a little bit of Howard Stern's path. Howard Stern said that um, <clears throat> he gets done, done with the show, kind of prepares for the next show, and then stares at the wall until the next show. He just kind of I, I mean. <laughs> so Dan does plug into the wall. <laughs> yeah, I do, what and I heck? just wait for the next show. No, I, I do see, like. I would what I fight do. him on that. But see, I would. But that's that's. But him. I don't know what you're talking because about because he writes books. He does a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but he's like he's all about his. He goes. He lives for his show. But what do you? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that's different than what I was saying. He's still doing it for to be famous. Yeah. And to, and obviously right. to make money. But. And then he really enjoys it. And he enjoys it, yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I think that our industry and, and other creative outlets, comedians are very similar comedians, to this. Yeah. yeah. Looking stars. for, we're, we're all, we start it because we're looking for somebody to give us affirmation. But see, I got into radio because it was, uh, it came naturally and it was the easiest thing to do. And, and no math. Yeah, no math. Zero, zero math. So it was time. just, it was a, it was a path that I just, it was easy for me. 
But don't you think that there's a lot of people with mental health issues in our business? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's my unbel- It's rampant. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. And, and a little bit in our business, I think, especially in the old days when you worked w- real weird shifts, and I'm talking about disc jockeys playing yeah. music, you were alone. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know how John Williams made it out of here a sane person. <laughs> oh, he's not Talking sane. to himself. Oh, he is not hours. sane oh, at all. No, he, no, he, he is, is in, he's crazy, absolutely yeah. raw. How long was his show when he did the midnight shift? He did like a five-hour show, didn't he? Yeah. Midnight oh, to five? God. Topic. Topic with four listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would go crazy. It it, cha- it chases a lot of people out of this business. Yeah. Uh, but I agree that, that mental health is an issue here yeah. in this business. Uh, today is Loosen Up and Lighten Up Day. Well, that's nice. I like yeah, it. Danny, yeah. Hey, Dan. Dan, lighten up, buddy. Hey. Loosen up loosen and up, lighten up. Loosen yeah, up. I like yeah. that. I'm going to unbutton my pants right now. Uh, maybe after. January 1st starts Loosen Up and Lighten Up Decade. I want to keep track of how many times you're mentioning January 1st. <laughs> Don't forget your assignment today, by the way, from yesterday's podcast. Oh, yeah. You have an assignment. Yep. You know what it is? No. Yeah, you do. I'm not going to tell you then. I'm going to be mad at you. Yeah, I assigned it to you yesterday's podcast. But I don't remember said, yesterday. <laughs> yes, <'cause> loosen <laughs> up and lighten up started yesterday for Danny. Yeah. I'll tell you later. Uh, God has become tired of humanity. That's probably true. And he recently retired and left you in charge. Is he in Naples? Where is he? Is he in Punta Gorda? <laughs> he better not be at the villages. <laughs> no. God's not there, Danny. No. That's where Satan's at. Do you leave the rules exactly as they currently are, or do you make changes? What rules? Changes? God's rules? Yeah, God's rules. Like Ten Commandments and stuff? Sure. No, you mean. leave it exactly right. He got it right. Yeah. We're the ones Did he, though? Yeah, we're the ones that screwed it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true. Oh, yeah. He uh, when when you kid when you're uh, when you're a kid and your mom and dad tell you to, to do this that and the other thing, you don't do it, and then disaster falls. Yeah, like you fail classes mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. That's that's on you. So will you let disease still be a thing? You didn't let anything happen. But it happens. Yeah. Yeah, you can change the rules and say, hey. No more disease. He doesn't have God. rules like that. Sure, he's God. He can do whatever he wants. He doesn't have. God doesn't have a rule. There's no disease. Or Dan, get help, back me up on this. God doesn't have a rule about disease. No, I'm talking about the Ten now, Commandments. Yeah, but God doesn't have rules in general. He can do whatever. Ten Commandments. He wants. No, yeah. well, you're talking two rules. different things. No, I'm not. I'm the smart guy in the conversation. You're talking two different things. <laughs> rules for humanity or rules for. Everything. Yes, that's what God There's is. No God is of... everything, right? Yes. Yeah. I think God's not here right now, evidently. Maybe he is. This conversation is outside dumb. of the Ten Commandments, though. Now right it all now. depends, though. Outside of the Ten Commandments, yeah. do you believe in um, free will? I think God gave us some choices to really screw up or not. Oh, I agree. Yeah, it's up to us to 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 keep. I don't know. I don't. I think. <clears throat> January 1st has already come. I yeah. didn't mean to use that joke already, but I've got to do it. Yeah. I think Corey did something last night. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> You're on death row. Yeah, I'd However, like to, I'm about to be. <laughs> instead of getting to choose a last meal, you get to choose who your executioner is and how they will end you. Who do you pick and how will they do it and why? Well, my real answer I can't say on this podcast. <laughs> the clean version. No, then I got the clean version is... Um, I will ask for Mr. Clean 
to be my executioner. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use a magic eraser on me until I am no longer here. Oh, that's cool. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. That's going to take a while for them to figure out. So that I bought myself some time. Yeah. Boy, you I... You got anybody, Danny? No, not uh, really. Uh, no. Corey, no. what about you? Uh, Who do you want to be your executioner? See, I always want to go, if, if I'm going to die, it's death by cheese. I, I, so I would, That will do it. Yeah. I always had a fat... Please don't do this to me. Please don't do this to me. But I always had a fascination about when the guillotine was a thing, oh. you know, the guillotine. Mm-hmm. Because when you're a kid and, and, and you're talking about those kind of things, there's always uh, your buddy tells you something. He goes, you know that that even if your head's still in the, it's already yeah. in the basket, it can still see. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. I kind of want to know if that's true. <laughs> no, okay. And then it'd be, my head would be in the basket and I'd be like, hey, just one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? I would want uh, Robin Williams and uh, to tell me jokes until I laugh. Until so you died. Oh, that'd yeah. be a nice way to go. Oh. Uh, finally, Albert Einstein's last words were spoken in German to a nurse who knew only English. Any ideas on what he could have said? Hey! <laughs> Jeff Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs>